0: The base of nature. It's 26th May 2020 and I've been walking in the park just listening to the trees and the wind watching the dance of clouds in the sky and the shifting shades of colours. Right now I'm seeing Fuse of pink, sky blue, white, and dark. It's magical. It's beautiful. I'm listening to the sound of the trees, and every tree has its own sound. As the wind flows through it, it has its own stance. It's beautiful. There's so much uniqueness. And from different parts of the park, Things look very different. It's almost as if the space that I'm looking from creates something different altogether. And it was quite apt. As I have been listening to Rob Burbeya's talk on unfolding the Dharma and the ways of looking, I've been practicing to these different corners in the park and looking at the same thing but having a completely different experience of it. I've been feeling that with the experiences of life as well. Sometimes just having a different way of looking at something changes the thing itself. Often we try to change the world, we try to change the person, we try to change the job, we try to change the space, our lifestyle, there's nothing wrong with that, that is helpful. But sometimes we can choose to keep that same and change our way of looking and the truth is nothing stays the same. So we might have a few things that might stay closer to same like an apartment, let's say. Even so, it's constantly changing. The idea of ways of looking and applying an insight that has emerged once organically for you over and over is deeply powerful. It is almost like the art of learning. It's a form of Cultivation. It's a form of cultivation of a skill like a meta theme which helps you get some space. And sometimes we don't have to do this through the conceptual mind altogether. We can skip the entire conceptual mind and move to the right hemisphere. And for me that happened when I just lay down under the tree and look up at the sky and just the empty space, in distance, limitless horizon. Just looking at that creates so much space in my mind, that things that were ballooning in my mind, naturally find their own little corner. And right now for me, My little petty things like the stressful, annoying parts of the job have become like very small in the larger picture of the, I would say, the skyscape of my life. They have become just minor clouds. Today, many different things have happened. One thing that I have taken is to practice with the theme of open to emergence and rather than resist, can I stay open? Can I stay open to emergence and play with things as they are and as they emerge, especially during times of change? That can be profound profoundly powerful Can I open to that? I feel that I'm also losing the perspective of what is important. What is really, really important is I can see how these little daily, weekly things balloon in my mind and that's why I don't like them. I don't like to have any regular kind of thing where I'm on the the hook for it every morning, every week. They frustrate me. They make me feel frustrated and annoyed. On the other hand, I like things which I can do when I feel like. So they're asynchronous. They're beyond the time constraint that allows me to have my freedom. Yeah. And more and more I will move towards roles that allow me to have that as opposed to roles that take away my freedom, like the management type role with WBRs and weekly check ins and commentary and and so on. A long term horizon is a much better role for me. I'm also sensing that the best business that Amazon has is is actually AWS. And if I can that experience in AWS that could be powerful. There's an element of technicality. See again how quickly your mind just goes from one thought to another, and the stream of consciousness keeps flowing away. There's a fear inside of me related to my manager and the job. This fear is causing a lot of problems. That's fine. I don't need to carry this much fear inside me. I have enough proof at this point from different stakeholders across the org for the value that I have delivered, so I'm going to be okay, but I will also make sure that I can create enough narratives and keep myself safe. I'm close to getting my ILR. Which, once I get, I would really, really be free to do anything. Once I have my ILR, the amount of constraints around me reduced dramatically. And uh, things might change. Anyways, the colors in the sky have shifted again. It feels like I'm in a three dimensional reality being generated sometimes. It's beautiful now. Yellowish pink. And lighter blue, like the ocean, and I'm here step by step. step by step walking through the periods of life. Next year is going to be very interesting. Things are always changing. We are constantly steering. Anyways, what has happened is I started this process at 25. Perhaps the process of multiple ways of looking, multiple mental models with Charlie Munger's ideas. And they have all now directly all the practice in that has been carried over into Dharma as well. And then I did a lot of work with physics on deep diving into getting to the first principles as I was growing up. And that has come very handy now. And then the ideas from Art of Learning have come in very handy in terms of applying the Dharma. Then now the ideas of ways of looking blend in seamlessly with them. Some of the ideas of computer programming in terms of how world is constructed and generative functions. Right. And input and output have been very, very helpful as well. So. It's fascinating how the journey has helped me. Tremendously. Tremendously. And I'm very grateful for it. I feel that there were years of my life that I feel that I have basted, but I don't know if I did waste them because even those were explorations into the edges of something, be that hedonism, escapism, nihilism, materialism. And gave me a sense lust perhaps as well. It gave me a sense of the feeling of and the texture of what happens and the wisdom of emptiness, the middle way and and the planning and the construction and the building that I did with my ego identity and with my own fear has also over time, started to crumble and I started realizing it's not really what I wanted. What I constructed was helpful to find my lower level needs met, of safety mainly. And as those needs get met, and as I grow into my, as I transition into my middle age, it's becoming very clear to me that the, the life within that ego structure is quite limiting, was very juiceless, right, not have any juice and the life force is flowing naturally through that unfolding and I can, I can just follow that thread, opening to emergence, just following that thread and seeing where it leads with my skills and the cultivation of the qualities of the mind and the body I know not how and when, but things keep crystallizing when you look back on it. In fact, the mind is like that because of your unique set of experiences. You can see and cultivate and sense and provide value at different positions and When you're able to do that, you will be okay. And having cultivated simplicity and renunciation as a practice over time, I'm quite free, in a way. I don't really need much. Yeah? I'm very happy in terms of very little. Over the last, I would say, more than two months now, I have been living on 50 bucks a week, basic food, eggs, porridge, cereal, tomatoes, hummus, nuts, very, very simple life, so there's really nothing to fear very happy with that. more happy if I can follow my own unfolding rather than trade my unfolding for materialism. And that's essentially what it is. It's freedom to follow my unfolding rather than freedom to consume.